Hey guys, welcome to the first ever Sports Plus Life podcast. Uh, my name is Edgar, Mr. A.K.A. Rodriguez, and uh, yeah, welcome. I've always wanted to do a podcast, and uh, here we are. Um, what we'll be talking about, really, I mean, the podcast is called Sports Plus Life. Um, sports Plus Life, because sports is everything to me. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've lost relationships over sports. I've probably lost a couple friendships over sports. I've uh, laughed, cried, and laughed some more because of sports. And it just, um, yeah, you know, it just makes me. Uh, it puts me in my feelings, as Drake would say. Are we in our feelings when we do this? Uh, yeah, you know, I love it. Um, but sports isn't the only thing we'll be talking about here. It's called Sports Plus Life for a reason. Um, I love, you know, I'm just kind of a little background about me. Three years ago, I kind of had a little bit of scare. I was in the hospital. Um, and um, pretty big scare. I want to say call it a little. I lost a little piece of me. Literally. Uh, but we'll get into that some other time. Um but yeah, I mean, just, you know, I was in the hospital and I, I was sitting there and I was like, God damn. I was like, geez, I could just, you know, scared the shit out of me being in the hospital. I was in the hospital for over two weeks and I just had a lot of time to think. Um, a lot of time to just reflect and I was like, well, I really haven't done shit with my life, really. And the one thing I've always wanted to do was something, was sports broadcasting. I went to school for it, didn't really finish because of other stuff. Um... But, uh, yeah, so I sat there, and I was like, well, what am I good at? I mean, you know, I was like, why? Let's take a look. There's a reason why you're single. <laughs> there's a reason why, you know, no, there's just something out there bigger. And I was trying to find out what it was. And so I sat there and started writing down, and I was watching a video, and it's like, okay, write down the things you're good at. The first thing that popped up was sports. And then it was MMA. And then it was boxing. Then it was soccer. Then it was sports again. Then it was girls. Then I scratched it out because I'm not good with girls. Then came my niece. My niece is cool. She's the coolest person ever. You ever met her? She's so funny. Um, she's getting They grow up fast, I'll tell you that much. So cherish the little ones you have around you. Um, that's besides the point. That's, once again, another episode. Um, so, yeah, I was just sitting there, and then I was like, God damn, this is... And I remember just... It was around the time the Euro 2016 was going on. For those of you who do not know what the Euros 2016 or you, what the Euros are in general, the Euros are the World Cup for European teams. All the Europe European teams... Um, same thing. It's just like a mini, just like a mini World Cup. Every two years, it happens, or every uh, yeah, every four years. Yeah, every four years. So every two years is the World Cup or the Euros, and um, that was a year Cristiano Ronaldo won with Portugal. Um, amazing. I think I think Cristiano ended up getting hurt in the final, and uh, Eder. 
came on. His name was Eder, E-D-E-R, I think. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta check. Um, came on and won, and they, they ended, it came on and scored, I think. One of, it wasn't sudden death, but it was an extra time to score in the final, and the, they won. It was, you know, never forget that. And I just, but that's what I watched the whole time I was in the hospital was the Euros. Um, it was the only thing going on really in the summer other than baseball and, and nothing else really. And and I'll never forget how, I even watched a little bit of bowling while I was in there. God, I love bowling. Bowling's fun. Um but yeah, I just I was just sitting there and just watching sports and and it just put me at ease, you know, for everything that was going on um, at the time in the hospital. If you ever had to stay in the hospital, God, you know it sucks. Um, they're constantly poking you, constantly coming and checking your vitals. Even in the middle of the night, every two hours, they're in your, they're all up in your grill. Every morning, about four. Between four in the morning or five in the morning, someone would come in and draw my blood. Um, every day, you know, people are going in, coming in and out to, uh, you know, to visit. Um, doctors are coming in, and it's you know it's it's just very um, it's uncomfortable, really. But sports was that was that thing that was always there for me. I mean, I can't expect my family and friends to kind of be there and keep me company. It's just not how it works out. They have lives, too, and they have to, uh, you know, worry about themselves as well. So I never worried. I never wanted them to go out of the way to hang out with me. Um, but yeah, I, had my, I remember having my tablet, and I just watched the Euros, and it's it just, it's, it, it calmed me down. It comforted me, and I just knew that. No matter what sports will break my heart, but it'll never wake up and say, we want to break. I don't want to fucking see you anymore. It'll never say that to me. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's been a long time coming. And the reason why I'm actually even recording right now, today being the 10th of October, uh, Thursday night, I just saw Tom Brady and the Patriots win uh, to go 6-0 and against the Giants right now. Um, not that long ago, and um, and yeah. So the reason I did, I was actually I'm recording right now is because I'm, I'm fucking lazy. I'm so lazy when it and, and I don't I'm not gonna say I'm lazy, but I was a little tentative. I'm not afraid of anything really. Um, I'm not. I don't get nervous, but for some reason, doing this podcast made me nervous. Maybe I'm like, oh shit. Maybe like. I know, maybe I sound like fucking Pat Mahomes of these people. I sound like Kermit the Frog or Oscar the Grouch. Which is, Oscar's my other name if you can't say Edgar. Um, seriously, everyone calls me Oscar. If you call me Oscar, I'm not going to get mad. Um, I, I know you're talking to me, but just try to call me Edgar, please. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I was very tentative. I was very, I mean, this, seriously, this is a long time coming. I don't know how long I've been planning. It'd be three years. From my time in the hospital, a little over three years from the time in the hospital to now. I mean, Jesus, they're talking about procrastination. Um, but yeah, so real, well, actually, the real, like I said, going back, backtracking, um, I found, uh, you know, Facebook brings up your memories. And in my memories was 
a post I posted about my blog that I had. And um, I checked it out and I was like, holy shit, I was a nerd. God, what a loser. But I checked it out and uh, yeah, I was just 10 years ago. Seriously, it was 10 year challenge. Blog post. It was called, I'm not going to look it, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is. Something, Mr. AKA 303, I can't remember. I was living in Denver at the time, so um, that's why the 303. I, I, I don't remember, but I posted a few things. Um, and they are very heavy MMA blog posts. Um, so around here, you'll probably hear a lot of MMA. You'll probably listen to me talk about MMA boxing, um, which I kind of want to talk about boxing here in a little bit, hopefully. Um, also definitely talking about soccer, a huge soccer fan, I played it all my life, coached it, uh, understand it pretty well. Um, you'll hear, you'll definitely listen in, listen in on me talking, uh, about football, college and pro. I'm just sports and shit. I'll, like I said, I'll talk about anything badminton. I mean, if that badminton match was fire, the doubles badminton was fire, we're going to talk about it. If, you know, if uh, De La Fonte, the two-handed uh, bowler, I can never remember his first name. You know, if he bowls 300, we're going to talk about that shit. Believe that. Um, but yeah, there's nothing, but honestly, in all honesty, nothing, uh, nothing is off limits. But I keep getting sidetracked. But yeah, I posted a blog about 10 years ago. And even 10 years ago, like, it was, I mean, it was about, it was about five or six posts. And they weren't big. I mean, there were like a couple paragraphs each. And uh, I think one even had a link. Because um, I went to UFC 100. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir, I believe, was that one. John Jones was on the card. Um, God, I'm trying to think of it. I remember John Jones was on the card. Uh, Gun Kim was on the card. I mean, it was a pretty big card, if I remember right. But yeah, it was uh, 10 years ago. And then and it was like, you know what, man? 10 years ago, I tried doing this. And now it's just... We got to do it. We got to get on top of it. And here we are. Um, but I'm also going to need your guys' help. Um, it's just like, you know, it's, I'm in there for the long haul, baby. We're going to be doing this. I want episode 100. I want episode 500. Episode 1000. We're going to celebrate all those. Um, you know, as long as you guys want to listen to my Kermit the Frog voice, uh, you know, we'll get it popping. Um, but yeah, so there's kind of a little background, I'll be a little bit introduction on why I want to do this, who I am and, um, but there's still a whole lot more to peel back and we'll talk about what happened and, you know, why I was in the hospital. A lot of you probably listening, I might already know. Um, but yeah, we'll get in detail somewhere down the road. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about, like I said, boxing is one of my fighting in general combat sports, um, is what I'm what I like and what I'm kind of good at talking about. But there's so much to unravel. So actually today, 
you know, um, Earl Spence Jr. fought about almost two weeks ago now, um, fight of the year with uh, Sean Porter. Amazing fight. One of the best fights I've seen in a long time, especially in boxing. Um, it was a dog, like seriously a dog fight. You saw dogs fighting, which I know a lot of people. I'm trying to compare this to somebody, to something. Um, but it was a fight. I had one sensitive people coming at me in my DMs. By the way, uh, Sports Plus Life. Follow me at Sports Plus Life on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook, we're working on that. I don't know about Facebook anymore. Um, but yeah, follow me there. And then also in YouTube, Sports Plus Live, because we're going to drop, we, I mean me, are going to drop videos um, there as well. So find me, like, subscribe, hit the little bell. Um, but yeah, anyways, I digress. Um, Sean Porter, Errol Spence Jr. were one, we're in a brawl for the ages, and it was not boxing. This was a fight. They were banging. And this, I mean, I love fights like that. It was still technical. Earl Spence Jr. is a very technical fighter. Um, but yeah, they got in a big old brawl. It was just amazing. Sean Porter is just brings out the dirty in people. I mean, he loves getting inside and just making it ugly. And it's amazing. It's just like beautiful at the same time. He's not very technical, but he gets in there and he just starts swinging. And it's been really, really effective for him. I mean... That's how he got the title. That's how he beat Danny Swift Garcia. I mean, it was just, um, it was amazing. And Earl Spence Jr., man, that guy was, that guy's very technical. He's he's tall. He's long. He's lanky. He loves to box. And he knows how to box. But he was like, you know what? You want to bang? Let's bang. They ran right in there in the middle, and he banged with them. Got a late um, draw, uh, knockdown. I want to say that, jeez, now I got to check. I'm stupid. 10th round, maybe? 11th? 9th? I know we're going all over the place, but it was around around there. Knocked him down, and that solidified the win for him, in my opinion. Sean Porter made it a great fight. I thought I thought it could have been a draw, but I had to go back and rewatch it. Um, but it was a great fight, nonetheless. But Earl Spence Jr., for those of you who don't know, got in a car accident early this morning. I think this the 10th of October at 3 a.m. And, um, yeah, no, it doesn't look, didn't seem to be as serious as initially reported. Uh, but prayers up, Earl Spence Jr., and the best pound-for-pound fighters on the, on the planet. Um, hopefully recovers fine and comes back and beats the shit out of, you know, Bud Crawford or Danny Garcia, whoever, man, Manny Pacquiao. Um, I'm not betting against this guy ever again. Just can't. Strap season, man down. Um, anyways, moving forward, I didn't even really dwell on that, but um, yeah, prayers up. Uh, also, I want to talk about one of my favorite fighters is Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. Uh, in my opinion, one of the top five boxers to ever step in the ring. Um, it's my opinion. Don't even, let's not start. Let's not argue and shit about who's top five and who should be. Who's the best? Because that, all that argument doesn't mean shit because Julio Cesar Chavez is the best ever pound for pound. Don't even bring Mayweather my way. Um, I'll tell you this. Mayweather is the best fighter to ever fight 50 fights. I'll give him that one. But he ain't going 82 and, 82 and 0 ever. He, would, he, he could never have done that like Julio Cesar did. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. 
Um, but once again, I digress. Triple G. We're going back to Triple G. Triple G, oof. I, like I said, one of my favorite fighters ever. But man, he, like, he showed his age. He showed his miles. The miles he's clocked on his body. And, um, it was bad, man. It was, it was not good. Um, it was not good. And I just sit there and, and I just wonder if it's time. I think it might be, I know, I think he might have one more fight with, uh, Canelo, and I think that's it, man. That looked bad. I think these last two Canelo fights probably took a lot of took a lot out of him. In my opinion, I the first one he won, the second one was the draw. But what the fuck do I know? I don't box. But I I've seen enough fighting to know to think to come to the conclusion that Triple G won the first one. I'm, I'm just, I don't, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I'm getting a little, I, I just don't want to talk about it. I don't, I hate that fucking fight. It was so stupid. It should have never been a draw. Anyways, um, but yeah, Triple G against Derevyanchenko. Derevyanchenko. Derevyanchenko came to bang. He also, if you guys didn't watch the fight, got dropped in the first round. And I just, he just clipped, really, got off balance, but he got knocked down. And um, he popped back up, survived the count, and he brought it to Triple I've never seen anybody do that to Triple G. Not even Canelo. Canelo could have never done that shit. Canelo did not even come close to doing what Derevchenko did to him. Ripping his body. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Triple G was pissing blood after that night. Ripping his body. Touching his head. Triple G is a tough son of a bitch. Like, I saw him, for the first time ever, kind of react to a punch. And it it was a shot to the body, to the liver. One of my favorite punches. Liver shots, uppercuts, my favorite shots. Favorite punches ever. The liver shot is bad. Have you ever been hit in the liver? It just, there's, you can't explain, you can't explain it. It just shuts your body down. It's happened to me once. It doesn't feel good. Your body just shuts down, and Triple G ate that shit. He ate a couple. He ate a, he ate a few of them. And um, just a tough individual. And I definitely, I mean, like I said, I've watched enough boxing to know I don't think Triple G won that fight, even though the judges scored it for him. I'd be surprised if he won a max of four or five rounds. In a 12-round fight. Bad. But um, that's life. I mean, that's... I mean, boxing just so... It's... it's. I don't even know how to explain boxing. They call it the sweet science, but I don't fucking know anyone who grew up liking science. Um, very rare do I see someone who's like, Oh, I like science. Uh, engineers and shit like that. But um, I, only, I only know like a couple engineers. And one of them is my cousin. Um, so I don't... 
I don't know, and I don't think any engineer likes boxing. Anyways, um, but yeah, it just it just I can't pinpoint what boxing is anymore. Has ever? I don't think it's ever changed. It's just always been a dirty fucking sport. And Dana White's always been on record to say it's the dirtiest shit, dirtiest sport, behind the scenes shit you have ever seen. And there's a lot of fights where I've been, you know, I've just watched and I'm like that. I don't fuck. I don't get it. I don't get that shit. It's all about the money, and it gets fucking dirty, and it gets. I mean, it's it's hard. That's why boxing's kind of been on the back burner for a long time. People forget about boxing, but they, you know, if you know, they're not talking about Mayweather. You know, Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. There's like no, like even the boxers today. Earl Spence. You even think the Charlo brothers, Jamel and Jamal, um, Triple G, Canelo. I mean, there's very few top fighters. And now the heavyweight division's rising. Andy Ruiz fighting uh, Anthony Joshua in December. Um, coming up pretty quick um, in the rematch. Andy Ruiz, Mexicano. Uh, Mexican, looks like he eats his frijoles. Eats a couple toasts, you know, eats, eats a couple tortas, some tacos. But that fucker's an athlete. You look at him, you're like, hey, what's up, fuck, what's up, Gordo, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, what up, bro? Like, you know, you want to test him. You want to fucking poke him like the Pillsbury Doughboy, but he'll knock you the fuck out. He'll knock your head onto Slauson Boulevard. Go test him. And it, one of the nicest dudes, I mean, you can just hear, hear him talk. He's very, you know, quiet, very calm. But that fucker can throw combos. Um, it can hit hard. And it showed against Anthony Joshua. And he could take a hit. He got knocked down. The fight came back and won. Knocked him down. Three times. Four times. But boxing, I mean, like I said, it's rare you have a group of fighters. Because people still think, when they think about boxing, they they still think Mike Tyson. They still talk. You know, Muhammad Ali. I mean, people, when they, people look at boxing, I mean, it just, it's very difficult to keep it, I don't know, I wouldn't say relevant, still kind of relevant, but keep it interesting. I mean, the only way to keep it interesting is by fucking screwing people over. I mean, just screwing these fighters. You know, these fucking guys go to camp. Get fucking hit in the head repeatedly in a 12 round fight just for the judges to be like, eh, these guys paid me, so I'm gonna give it to that person. Fuck that shit, dude. I just, I mean, I can't, it's hard for me to defend boxing anymore. Sometimes it's very, very difficult for me to defend boxing. It's just always been shit. I don't think, and the issue is, um, the way it's refereed sometimes. I mean, I think that's any sport in general. I think it's, and a lot of it has to do with the speed of the, of all the games in general, the speed of the athletes. It's gotten so fast and there's some shit that just, I don't know, the way it's refereed, I think, and judged, some shit has to go. Something has to change to make it just better. Um... But yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, boxing, boxing. 
But Triple G, I mean, yeah, but you talk about Triple G and Canelo. Is that a fight to make next? I don't know. I saw Triple G this weekend, and I'm like, eh. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sold yet. And um, I don't know if this is going to be another one of those, like, Manny Pacquiao. Um, oh, shit, I'm drawing a bank. Juan Garcia. Why the fuck? I can't believe this. But he, he fought him for... I'm going to look this up. He fought him four times. All very different. I think Pacquiao won two out of the first three. And one went to a draw, I believe. Um, and it's just they fought four fucking times. And the last one, Juan Manuel Marquez. Um, yeah, he fought Marquez four times. Fought him four times. And even then, I think those ones were... Just, once again, back to the fucking judges. It was fucking... Gee, I want to be a judge so bad. It would pay me six figures a year to travel this world and watch boxing and screw people over. That's fucking fun. Give me... How, where do I sign up? Who's the... You know, who do I have to blow to get in there, you know? I mean, sign me up. That shit sounds easy as fuck. And remember, I mean, you watch, I think, the, yeah, I want to say it was that one, but the first Triple G Canelo fight, that chick. I've seen her a lot in fight, in, uh, was it that one? I'm trying to think of one where someone got fucking screwed bad, and I just can't, I think it was that one. But she, like, I've seen her, she's like, she's got to be some sort of commission judge, either in Vegas or Cali. Or just in general, and I see her MMA fights, and it's like, what are you watching, miss? Like, what? I mean, I, don't, I just don't get, I mean, I, I mean, I don't remember her name, and I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm going to get off boxing for a little bit. But anyways, Triple G, Canelo is a fight to, my, to, fight to make, not sure. Really excited for the Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fight in Dubai in December, I want to say. But coming up... Um, um, Deontay Wilder against Ortiz again. Ortiz, man, if you guys don't know who that is, Ortiz is like 75 years old uh, from Cuba, I believe. Looks like George Foreman and was born in Cuba. Um, but the dude, the dude bangs, man. He, not, if I'm not mistaken, he knocked down Deontay Wilder in that first fight. Had him troubled. Um, I don't know if he knocked him down, but had him troubled. But then ended up losing the fight. I mean, he, I, he looks older than what he is, but he still can fight. So. We'll see. Interesting how this all this all pans out. Um, but yeah. Um, anyways, moving on from boxing. One squared circle to the cage. Um, to MMA. And I saw a couple things. I mean, first off, like, I want to talk about. There's a lot of, like, I don't, I don't get it. So if you guys don't know, Antonio El... Uh, not Antonio, Alberto, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio, um, formerly known as Alberto Del Rio from um, WWE, was wrestler, now known as Alberto, now known as Alberto El Patron, um, yeah, is a wrestler, but used to fight MMA, was a wrestler back in Mexico, um, anyways, he's fighting uh, Tito Ortiz, 
former UFC uh, fighter, UFC Hall of Famer, former Bellator, Bellator fighter, uh, former UFC champion. I mean, I don't know how many times this fucking guy's going to retire and then unretire. I don't get, I don't know, man. I don't get it. I, I think Tito Ortiz has done enough to where he can just sit the fuck down with his kids and train a couple. He's trained, you know, trained some fighters. I think he's very heavy into training and training out. Cyborg Santos, a couple other people, but like I don't get that shit. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't. There's, I have no need to watch Tito Ortiz fight. I mean, bro, go sit down somewhere, man. You have. I think even you know, I think, think he has a bigger head than me. I have a big fucking head, size eight fitted. I think that guy's eight and three quarters. Easy, especially with all those lumps he's gotten from Chuck Liddell. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like it just, this, it's just a young man's sport. And, um, I just don't know why he, he'd want to lace him up again. Either one of them, to be honest with you. So this is going to happen in Combate Americas, I think is what it's called. Um, which is something, uh, an MMA organization out of Mexico, um, that Alberto El Patron is very heavily involved in. I don't know if he's part owner or what he is or what his position is, but this is where this fight is taken. I think that's I think I think that's why they're doing a fight like this. Um, but yeah, I don't know anyone who fucking gonna tune in. I haven't heard anyone talk about it other than Alberto Del Rio and Tito Ortiz. I don't know. Um, there are gonna be uh, UFC fights this weekend in Tampa. Uh, a couple. Couple of decent fights going on in Tampa. Um, Cron Gracie, if you know that Gracie name, um, Cron Gracie, who trains with the Diaz brothers out at Cali, um, will be fighting this weekend. And um, it's a very interesting fight. Um, it's Cron Gracie and Cub Swanson. Now, Cron Gracie, very obviously, very heavy, jujitsu heavy. I mean, just in his blood. Uh, Cub Swanson, um, I'm gonna say journeyman, but he's he's been in the game for a long time now. Had amazing fights. Has had great fights. Uh, but I think he's getting towards his end. But um, we'll see. I mean, Swanson's taken a lot of beatdowns, a couple knockouts, knockouts. Um, has produced some really good fights, but. Um, we'll see. It's very interesting. Grace is still kind of new in, kind of new in the MMA. I mean, even though he's been around it for a very long time, um, he's still, still kind of green when it comes to MMA. He is five and zero, um, which isn't bad. But only one fight in the UFC. I think the rest of them have been in Japan. Um, but yeah, I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he trained with the Diaz brothers. You got to pick something up, right? Like a, and I'm, I'm not just talking about picking up like a gat, a pistol, a couple knives, uh, a couple soccer kicks to the head. No, you pick up a little bit of scrapping advice, huh? Pick up a couple of Stockton slaps, um, to add to your arsenal. Well, see, man, that's interesting. There is a, a very underrated fight. I don't think a lot of people are talking about Nico Price against James Vick. 
I mean, someone might get put to sleep. James Vick been asleep a lot this last couple of years. Got knocked out by uh, Dan Hooker, and then, of course, Justin Gaethje put him to sleep very bad. Um, here's one guy who's probably going to, if he loses this fight, he'll probably be out of the UFC. I mean, man, you can only take so many L's, man. Jesus. You're not going to have enough L's left for the alphabet, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Never mind. Enough of the shit jokes. Um, one other fight here. A couple other fights. Uh, Mackenzie Dern is fighting Amanda Rebus. Mackenzie Dern just had a baby, I want to say, six months ago, four months ago. Like something crazy like that, and she's fighting already. Um, crazy. I mean, just she just had a baby. And, just, that's, and that's the thing about women. Women are different. Women are, are the strongest people on Seriously, strongest people on the planet, stronger than most men, stronger than, I mean, they're just strong, their bodies are fucking ridiculously built to take pain, so my hats are off to you ladies, um, seriously, and it's true what they say about them, that you, you cannot take the covers away from them, I've tried, from a lot of people, a couple, okay, not a lot of girls, but like a couple, and they're fucking strong. Um. Anyways, don't worry about that. Um. Eric Anders against Gerald Mershart. So these guys. I mean, it's gonna be a middleweight fight, but these guys, I think, are fucking heavyweights. They hit that hard. So watch out for that. If you guys are watching this weekend, I don't know when you're gonna hear this, but um, those are the fights you want to watch, and especially the main event. Joanna Champion, Jajacek, I can never say her name, Jajacek, Jajacek, on some, Michelle Waters versus Michelle Watterson, Michelle the Karate Hottie Watterson, I think this is going to be a pretty good fight, I don't know how this fight will end up, Johanna, Joanna is a great kickboxer man, great kickboxer, she puts combos together very well, um, She's a good strike, very great striker, great on her feet. Um, as known to doesn't I don't know about her grand game isn't probably the best. Um, I think that's still improving, but I I think that's where Michelle Watterson is going to have the edges on the ground. Takes her down. Uh, for those of you who don't know Michelle Watterson out of Greg Jackson's camp, is it Greg Jackson? Is it Jackson and Winklejong? I don't know what it is anymore, but you know you know you get the gist. Um, coming out of there. She is um, tough as nails. I actually watched her fight. 2008, maybe 2009-ish, right around this, you know, right around that time. Um, it was Strike Force. My friend Ricky was fighting on the card, and she was on the card, too. Pretty cool. Um, I remember that. I'll never forget that. Her name was Karate the Karate Hottie, and I was like, ooh. it's a cool name. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be a very interesting fight. Um Michelle Watterson wants to be the first mom to ever hold a UFC title belt. So we'll see. See if she uh, does that. Um, this isn't a championship fight. It's still five rounds. Um, but the winner can be up next for, I believe, either Valentina Shevchenko. I don't remember who the other champion is. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what you're looking at right there. And this weekend. Um, a couple, a few more weeks until Nate Diaz versus uh, Masvidal for the BMF, baddest motherfucker belt. Um, this fight, 
It's going to be very interesting. Very, very interesting because they don't necessarily, like, when you get two bad motherfuckers in a room, they don't, they're not going to hate each other. They're going to have more respect than anything else. And that's what you see. I mean, these guys are bad motherfuckers, and they know the other one's bad motherfucker. I, do. I mean, you take a look. You take a look at someone like Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal hasn't really taken hard else. I mean, the guy just loses decision. His worst loss was against Toby Imada in Bellator. Now, this is like in infant stage Bellator, but if you guys you could you could see this, look it up on YouTube. Jorge Masvidal versus Toby Yamada. Toby Yamada chokes him out with an inverted triangle. So, he pretty much, he's, the way to explain that inverted triangle to you, they are 69ing. Okay? Just chill. Just relax. Get your head out of the gutter and listen to me. They're 69ing. Toby Yamada is head down. Masvidal is straight up, but Toby Yamada is on his back. And he has his legs wrapped around his neck and his arm in a triangle position. Triangle. So he triangles him. That's what it's called, triangle. And just bends. Like, I, I can't. I gotta, now I got to watch it. But it bends like he's it's bad. Chokes him out completely. Bends over. Knocks his head on the car. It's just amazing. One of the most amazing submissions you've ever seen. Um, but go check it out. But other than that, Jorge Masvidal really hasn't taken a lot of hard L's. A lot of split decisions he's lost. I think he's lost 10 by decision. One knockout, two submissions. I mean, just, I mean, the guy has a lot of, I mean, his first fight. I'm talking about his first fight going all the way back. First fight recorded. Let's let's get that situated because I've seen him fight. I've seen him fight with um, Kimbo Slice. Not against him, but on those same cards. So you'll see it way, way, way back in the day. But 2003, he's been, yeah, he's 20, 16 years. Huh? That's dumb. He's been saying it um, for how long? But, um, yeah, I mean, hasn't really taken a lot of hard outs, you know. Lost a couple submissions, a lot of decisions, but um, yeah, and man, things gonna be great fight. I've always admired Jorge Masvidal because he he always brings it, man. And a lot of guys don't want those hands. You've seen what those hands can do, what those feet can do. I mean, his last two knockouts have been proof of what he can do. Knocking out Ben Askren in a record five seconds. Knocking out Darren Till, the uprising Darren Till. Darren Till's huge compared to Jorge Masvidal and knocked him out. And then the Darren Till fight got another W against Leon Edwards in the back. Three pieces of biscuit slid out. So he's like, if you want to count that one, that's three dubs in a row. Hands. All hands. But then you you gotta look in ideas. You gotta you gotta go. You know, what's Nate Diaz bring to the table? Well, we all know what Nate Diaz brings to the table. Nate Diaz is... Just think about Nate Diaz, man. I mean, anybody in general, like, who fights and they're ugly, like, they're going to bang, but they don't give a fuck about their face. They're not going to give a fuck about yours. That's, you know, that's what you're going to expect. Nate Diaz is going to come at you. So, For those of you who don't know Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz... 
is probably the most in-shape mixed martial artist out there. This guy does triathlons, triathlons for free. Like, for fun. Not for, I don't know if he does. Yeah, I think they're all for free. I don't think anyone really gets paid. He does them for fun. And he loves it. And he loves, and he just loves being in shape. He loves fighting. When you grow up just fighting, that's all you know, that you're going to be good at it. He grew up fighting. There's a video of him at 16 years old fighting a grown man. In like some gymnasium. I don't even know where it's at. In a gymnasium or something like that. And he and he's he's banging he's banging with them. And I think he ends up choking him out. Uh, I can't remember. You guys got to go check that out. Nate Diaz street fight. 16. I think he's 16. 15. But he's fighting grown men. Like you just. I mean you just. You're going to. You're bound to take that somewhere. You're bound to do it. Same thing with Jorge Masvidal. And that's why this fight is very interesting. Because. Jorge Masvidal. Contrary to what you think, is a very technical fighter, a very smart fighter. Nate Diaz will fucking drown you. Nate Diaz can go 10 rounds, 10 five-minute rounds easy. He can box. Andre Ward, who's one, probably one of the best boxers you've ever seen, undefeated, finished undefeated, trains with him. And he's, I just listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. He said Nate Diaz and his brother Nick can hold their own in a boxing match. They can. And that's what's that's just pretty quick. Because you don't hear that very often. You just don't hear that. And then that's. 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 What makes the Diaz brothers so unique. Because these are the type of guys that talk shit to you. And they're going to back it up. And they're going to keep talking shit to you. Until you knock them out. Or the fight's over. And they don't. They just don't stop. It's, it's unbelievable to watch them fight. So Nate Diaz or Jorge Masvidal coming up uh, November 2nd. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Been meaning to talk to talk about that for a while. Um, also on the same card, uh, Kevin Gastelum versus Darren Till. Darren Till moving up to middleweight uh, for the first time. Jorge Masvidal just knocked him out last. So we'll see. We'll see how that fight goes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kevin Gastelum just fought. Who is the His last fight was against a now middleweight champion, um, Israel Adesanya. Um, and put it to him, and it, I did. He he that that fight pissed me off. I just want to say something real quick. So that fight, uh, Kevin Gastelum against Israel Adesanya. There's one thing that really. I mean, I, I'm I'm like, this is annoys me as a fan. And I just sit there and watch. Like I can talk about what goes on because I've never really fought in a cage before. Have a, had a couple street fights. I say my record is about 500, but that's besides the point. Kevin Gaslam, I think in the third round of that fight with Adesanya, had Adesanya fucked up. Bad. Had him up against Cage, piecing him up. Just boom, boom, punch, punch. Had him rocked. Adesanya's falling off the cage. And this annoys the shit. I mean, I saw it this last weekend. Um, he... And this never goes well. I never, I've never seen this go well for anybody who does this. He instead of landing more punches, his thought process was like, "I'm gonna grab him and take him down." Which, I mean, why? What? I mean, you you can't grab him, keep punching him. If you're gonna hold him, keep punching him. And we all know how that fight, how that fight ended. When it took him down. 
because he was out of breath. And, the, and Adesanya is just fucked up. Allowed Adesanya to get a second win, come back, and win the next two rounds to beat him. And fucked him up pretty good. I saw this last weekend against... Oh, shit. This is going to bother me. Riddell. Uh, the Riddell fight. And the other guy had a very... Uh, I can't remember the fight. But it starts with an M. But anyways. The guy, Mr. M, we'll call him. Mr. M had Riddell rocked. Bad. And and he was almost out. If he would have kept punching, landed a couple of punches, ref would have stopped the fight or he would have been knocked out. But his thought process was, I'm going to grab him. And I'm going to... I don't know. I'm just going to grab him. He just grabbed him. Allowed him to get his second win. Came back. Ended up winning the fight by decision. I don't ever. I never got that shit. I don't. Because that's a funny thing about. You can see when champions, when high level fight, like ridiculous good fighters, they they go for the finish. That's a difference between these champions and then these these contenders. They're always going to be contenders. They always go for the finish. You could take that into life. Don't. Fuck, sit there and try to tackle somebody when you can knock it out. Like, I'm not just saying, like, like literally go, you know, go try to wrestle your coworker that you fucking hate. Or knock him out. Don't knock him out. Just, just don't take it literally. Take it in, like, a motivational way. So don't just grab life. Go knock it the fuck out. There it is. Okay, take that. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And just, that's a big difference between... Between champions and um, and just these contenders, these guys would think there's a big difference. It's crazy. You watch. You guys got to watch it. If you guys don't watch MMA, watch MMA. There's something going on every fucking weekend. Um, it's ridiculous. It's a great time to be alive because October is such like probably one of the busiest sports months ever. You got college football. You got NFL. You also have um, baseball playoffs going on right now. NHL has just kicked up, even though here locally we can't see the Avalanche play. And um, that hurts. So these fucking TV, they just need to get their shit together. Anyways, um, you also have preseason basketball going on. Um, I mean, you always have fighting and stuff going on. So just oh, this is a very busy month, and I love it. And uh, this is one of those months. I mean, it's also, I mean, just cool because it's cold, snowy, and you can just chill and just watch sports. It's all you can do. Um, but yeah, just once again, I'm, I'm, we're not gonna just talk sports. Uh, we're gonna talk about everything else, sports plus life, everything else. I don't care. One thing I won't talk, politics. I won't talk politics. You guys want to see grown ass people look like little fucking kids? Go watch, go talk politics, see what happens. Um, so we won't bring up any of that shit ever, um, unless we really, really have to. Um, but I doubt it'll ever happen. But yeah, you guys want topics to talk about? Ho- holler at me, ask me questions. I ain't, I ain't scared. I, you know, I have nine toes, but I know a lot of shit. Okay, I have nine toes, but I know a lot of shit. Don't ask what happened to that toe. Has. Like I said, we're going to get there eventually. Um, Sports Plus Life, Instagram, Sports Plus Life, all one word, Twitter. 
Um, holler at me, man. I mean, I'm going to be around. I'm always on my phone. Um, you know, I'll reply quickly. Um, first off, before I leave, I want to leave you with this. Um, before I end this podcast. This weekend coming up. I don't know when you're going to hear it. Um, but the best rivalry ever. The Red River rivalry. Um, Oklahoma versus Texas. Uh, give me your predictions. If you say anything other than Oklahoma, um, I'll block you. I'm just kidding. I love banter. I'm not scared of you. You can pick whoever you want. Um, but it's Boomer Sooner this weekend. Jalen Hurts. Trey Sermon. Church is in, se- Church is in session. Uh, Kenneth Murray. Give him the, buh, buh, the, what is it called? Give him the best defensive player award. The Buckus Award. Give him the Buckus Award right away. Uh, but, you know, on, and on, on all honesty, I'm not going to just be biased. This is going to be a tough game. Um, number six against number 11, I believe. Number 10. Um, Oklahoma being number six. Um, tough. It just, I mean, the Big 12 just is a tough division anyways. And um, I'm very excited. It comes on early, 10 a.m. my time, which is Mountain Time. Uh, 11 o'clock Central, 12 p.m. Eastern. Um, so check it out if you guys aren't doing anything Saturday morning. Um, it's going to be a great game. Um, but yeah, this is, wraps up the first ever Sports Plus Live podcast. Don't forget this day, 10, 10, 19, uh, because we're going to have like a thousand more episodes. Um, so holler at your boy, Sports Plus Live, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can even follow me. Um, M-R-A-K-A-C-O Instagram and Twitter Um, so yeah that'll be it that'll be it for today holler at your boy Um, yeah we'll see you guys later late